In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Coach of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, Brent Key, joins us here in the locker room on the fan, 680, 93.7 FM. Coach, you guys led off Center, had Twitter or X on fire, and uh, you guys certainly uh, were emotional after that game. Just talk about not only the end of the game, but how your team was prepared for that situation that gave us one of the more memorable finishes in college football this year. Yeah, I mean, you know, the thing we've been talking about and really trying to reinforce with our, our team right now is, is playing for 60 minutes. And you know, we, we've had games this year where we've played in spurts, really good football. Uh, we have been, we have not finished. You know, I, I posed the team on Friday to the leadership group first, and then to the entire team. I said, look, you know, we, we, we can we can look at this a bunch of different ways, and you can think you're viewed one way. I said, but we're a bunch of front runners right now. That's what we are. And I said, it, it, that stings, doesn't it? That hurts. And, but that's what we are. We're, we're front runners. And we've got to change that image of our, ourselves. We've got to change that. And we've got to play for 60 minutes. And look, the way they played, you know, they had, they had no reason other than their sheer belief of playing in 60 minutes to go out and play that last defensive snap the way they did and to play the offensive snaps the way they did. So I was proud of them for that. Coach Key, would you say that the Bowling Green, and I don't want to go back like that, and I know you don't want to, but would you say that that, that game, could be a catapult or could turn this whole program around as far as the experience, responding, sticking together, leadership, everything that the fan base and everybody had to go through. Uh, do you you think that that was a very, very important game? Yeah. <laughs> Joe. Yes, sir. Yeah, that was that, you know it was, man. Like that's, look, I told the team, I told the staff, I told everyone last week, I said, this game is going, it, it, it's, it's going to define us. This bowling, the Bowling Green game, it's going to define us. Right? It's our choice on how it defines us. It's our choice on how we're viewed after this game. Because this game's done. It, you know, it is what it is. We can't change the outcome of the Bowling Green game. But we can change our behaviors that led up to it. And we chose to, to take the ladder and to have that be uh, a, a catalyst for us of what not to do. But you know, it's easy to say it. Then you got to go out and actually do it the next week. Coach, while the end of the game is obviously the memorable part that's all over SportsCenter, the change to defensive coordinator putting Kevin Shearer back there really was the catalyst to carry your defense the entire time. What did he do differently from Coach Thacker that maybe got you guys to get the turnovers and a lot of the stops that you needed? Yeah, you know, I think the change in general is a little bit – I won't get into all the specifics of it, you know, that, that happened behind the walls, but – uh, Kevin, Kevin's voice, Kevin's uh, ability to come and uh, put the defense in. You know, have 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 responsibility, and, and he's he's such a good football coach. You know, from the front front end to the back end, he knows knows all positions. And to come in and have the one voice, uh, you know, Kevin's personality. If you don't know him, is very uh, old school, very uh, dry at times. He's passionate. Uh, he, he's fiery. He he's 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 he's, he's gritty. I mean, you know. He, he, a lot of things he, he does, he goes back and he says, yeah, you know, 
we uh we, we learned that back at Hoover High School when I was working with Rush and you know that's how we made that easy to easy to learn and, you know so using experiences from you know being the DC back at Hoover back in the days to uh all the way to be you know working for the New York Giants so he's got experiences all across the board in his teaching ways so it just it, it the players were in the right position he was able to stay a couple of plays ahead in his calls in the game which I always think is important to anticipate what the other play callers doing and he was able to take some things away with some of the, the things we added. So I think all in all, it was, you know, it, it was the right decision. You know, it was right for the players. It was right for the school. And, you know, but I also want to also want to comment that, you know, we moved Thacker back to work with the safeties. And, uh, uh, Hey, that's a fifty dollar fine right there, bro. <laughs> okay, so I, I want that when I see you next week. I, I, was, I got real quiet there, Joe. I was wondering if you were gonna say anything. <laughs> this my butt. Nine fifteen a.m. You know that that alarm was set from Saturday. It's, it's still a fifty dollar fine, actually, my brother. Up yesterday. <laughs> oh, how about that? That's uh, no, but, but you know, Thacker moved back and worked with safeties, and uh, those guys played played their butts off now. I mean, he, he 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 did a good job of coaching that position, of taking what what happened in the week, and he could have taken that two different ways. And I knew that I knew how he would. I knew that he would you know be the best coach you know that he could possibly be. And he coached those safeties. And those safeties did a nice job, a big part of the success the defense had. Georgia Tech head football coach Brent Key joining us here in the locker room. The Jackets beat Miami twenty three to twenty and are three and three on the season. A coach, you always you know tell your guys to play till the end of the game. Hey, play every second. But that's not what happened in the press box Saturday night. Joe Hamilton had his stuff packed up, throw t- towel thrown in. I don't know if you knew this, but even on the last call, he might have already been on the bus and he said that oh this gosh. morning. What would you say to people like the Joe Hamilton that? had their briefcase already packed up and ready to go before the last couple plays. Joe, we learned this back in 98, brother. You never, ever quit before the game is over. You know that, Joe. I didn't quit. I prepared for the ending. (laughs) Talk about it, Coach. Joe, that's the first comeback me and you've been around now. Come on. No, no, but it was the most. I've never been in a game like that, Coach Key. Have you ever been in a game – Coached a game that happened that way, and you know, we've seen a lot. Have you ever been in a game like the that? The other question is, is, are there guys on the sideline that are supposed to help that head coach with the numbers, with the clock? How does that work in your program? Obviously, you're aware of what's happening, but is there somebody specifically responsible for that situation? Yeah, I won't talk in regards to their program at all because I don't know what goes on right. inside there, how they make their, their decisions. I know how we go about our decisions. Uh, you know, we, we practice different situations. It can come up and, and will come up every 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 week. We practice on Fridays before the game again. Uh, myself, uh, you know, I've got good coaches upstairs mm-hmm. in the box. I've got good coaches on the field. Uh, our analytics research uh, uh, director, Pat Boyle, uh, he's he's there with me on the sideline the whole time. Uh, we talk through every situation. You know, he's got the quote unquote book with him that we, you know, we use the analytical part. But look, that you know, the, the, that ending situation had nothing to do with analytics. That that, that had to do with the simple. You know, chart that people have been carrying around for forever, and right. you know, some you choose to use it, sometimes you don't, and you know that's that's where gut feeling comes in, and the way we played on the defense, and you know the use of the timeouts that we did in order to be able to extend it out a little bit. I think the last timeout I used was at 2:01 on the clock in the game, and that allowed us a little bit of a window in there between between that you know kind of magical two-minute mark where now the ball does 
uh, the clock does pause on the first downs and and whatnot. So you know, there, there's there's a big part of that in the game. Uh, it goes a lot deeper than just taking a knee at the end of the game. It goes into you know, fourth down decisions, goes into clock management, and that's something that we take a lot of pride in here. You know, is the analytical part uh, of the game. Coach Key, what, what does it take for an assistant coach, analytic guy up in the booth, or what have you, somebody on the sideline, to override a call or override a head coach? What does it really take? And you have conviction and some things might show you should do this. Is it a gut feeling? What goes into that decision when you talk uh, about all those things involved? You know what, Joe? We, we, we talk about those starting really – we start rehearsing those things on Tuesdays. We start meeting on them on Wednesday. We meet as a – uh, you know, I meet with the coordinators and the analytics on Thursday for a couple of hours where we start to rehearse situations in the game. We meet again on Saturday morning for an hour and a half before the game where we go through these situations. You know, 80% of the game is laid out already for us. You know, 80% of the game, you know, if, if that game had come down to uh, a two-point to win the game or you know, kick an extra point to, to tie it and go to overtime, look, we were, we were, we were, uh, we were going to go for two to win the game and walk off with that. You know, if it goes to overtime, are you going to go for two on the first possession uh, to win it, or are you going to kick an extra point? Well, we were prepared. We're already going to go for two. So a lot of those situations are already mapped out through the week. So when that when the, when the time comes, it's more of a discussion of the gut feel and the flow of the game. Uh, and, yeah, I, there's no one going to come in and say override, override me. It's in the day. It's, it's, it's my final decision. But I take input from everyone on that. Well, it was a fantastic ending. It will be remembered for years to come. This certainly can be a huge victory as you guys head into the bye weekend. Coach, uh, it was a, a fun game that we all heard right here on the Fan 680-93.7 FM, and we just look forward to seeing you guys uh, continue success. You got a bye week coming up, and uh, get healthy and uh, keep the good times rolling as you guys will see Boston College at home, and we'll be down there for the hell of a block, uh, hell of a block party when you guys get back, and we'll see if Georgia Tech can continue to move forward the way that you envision them doing so this year. Give those guys an entire week off, Coach Key. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe. So I talked to Coach O'Leary yesterday, and and Coach, he's giving me you know advice and opinions on things. I'm someone I'm like, come on, Coach, we can't do that anymore. <laughs> he says, hey, hey, Joe, I promise you, I promise you, as I am sitting here at my desk right now, Coach O'Leary said, Brent, make sure you give the staff and the boys some time off this week to recharge. I said, Coach, where did this come from? <laughs> hey, be safe, my friend. Enjoy whatever you're going to do this week, and we look forward to catching up with you next week. Boston College next up for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, and you can hear it here on the Home for the Fan. Thank you, Coach Key. We look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks, guys. Go Jackets. Brent Key, head coach of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates 
at horizonscreening.com, horizonscreening.com.